Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling and Loving It podcast. I'm your host, Jamie, your friend at homeschool.com and homeschool mom of six. Join us as we keep it real and chat about the ups and downs of this amazing adventure we call the homeschool life. So grab a cup of your warm favorite and a comfy chair and let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to episode four of the Homeschooling and Loving It podcast. I love talking about summer. It is my favorite time of year. I enjoy all the outdoor fun and easygoing days, restful mornings. It's lovely. But you know what? Over the years, I've come to respect the fact that my kiddos do need some mental challenge during the summer, or I end up having to pay for it when we start the school term again in August. So have any of you found that to be true with your children? Some of my children more than others, but pretty much the same across the board with all six of them. But if you're interested in the statistics surrounding summer learning loss, be sure to check out our previous podcast episode the summer learning challenge number one. We talk about all those stats and what they mean for all of us as homeschoolers. So anyway, today's episode, our second summer learning challenge. Last episode, I gave you a a learning challenge as well, and that one had to do with reading. So this week, another summer learning challenge. Um, The first part of the summer learning loss stats, of course, that I mentioned last week had to do with the loss of reading skills. The other part of the statistics that had to do with summer learning loss had to do with the loss of math skills. Sometimes children lose up to two months of learned math skills. That's that's a lot, and that would definitely cause you to have to spend a substantial amount of time reviewing and building those skills back up when you start school back in the fall. Just translates into more work for me. (laughs) So in my mind, why not do just a little bit of work in the summer to keep that at bay? So I have a second summer learning challenge for you. Use math every day. Yep. (laughs) You're probably thinking, oh, really? What? I know there are a lot of people that really aren't fans of math, but you don't have to do math worksheets and multiplication tables to get a little math in every day. Just like reading, math can be a fun and natural part of a relaxed summer time routine. So as you wrap up the school year, take some time to first of all pinpoint where your kids might need a little extra practice. Make a list of the concepts or skills and then get creative about how you might be able to turn practicing those skills into something super fun this summer. So here are some of my ideas, some things that I've tried before, and ways that we can sneak in a little math every day for our kids. Number one, plant a garden. Work together. Plan the garden. Plot it out. Determine what should go in your garden. There are a lot of math skills in determining the right size, how many rows of veggies you'll have, and more. So much fun. And then peruse the garden catalogs together. They can even choose their favorites to plant. Don't forget to get them to keep it up too, or you'll be stuck with weeding all summer. But a side note, we found that old newspapers and grass clippings work great to keep the weeds down and to keep your workload manageable. Number two, plan your summer vacation together. Everything from budgeting to scheduling to incorporating what your kids will bring and pack, everything 
It will help them to think strategically, chronologically. Let them get detailed. It'll be really fun. Unless they, of course, have you eating at McDonald's the whole entire trip. Now, that wouldn't be too much fun. Number three, play store with the kids. Sure, have them rob their toy box and set up a store on your kitchen table. Make play money, have brothers and sisters come to shop and buy what they want. They'll be counting, they'll be making correct change. All really great math skills to practice with fun play. Also, I want you to check out the show notes when you finish listening to the podcast. And there's a couple links there where you can print some free, authentic looking play money. All right, so number four play board games. This is one of our all-time favorites. This uses counting and adding, and if you play games like Monopoly, there's lots of math involved. Be sure to check again our show notes. I have a link here for 21 free printable math games, so you won't even have to buy anything. Number five, choose a do-it-yourself project. Encourage the kids to learn a new skill. And whether it's woodworking for boys or sewing for the girls or Uh, some kind of crafting or jewelry making. It's a great way to use math and to learn a new skill. Number six, plan a home remodel project. Now this one can get a little tricky. Obviously it's for your older kids, but it's something we love to do at our house. We're serious do-it-yourselfers. And so planning these remodeling projects or a new project of some sort, it's super fun for us. And we've had, we've remodeled two hundred-year-old homes, and then this past year we built a new home, and our children were involved in a lot of that work. Not just as, you know, little slaves, because that's not how it went down, but we got them involved in planning, we got them involved in actually doing things from painting to woodwork. So measurement and other things like that are math skills that can can really be built up while they're learning another really practical skill. And of course you make great memories and then the kids feel an ownership and a pride in what they've helped you accomplish around the house. Well, summer is the perfect way to use out of the box ideas to keep your kids' minds fresh. As you develop your summer learning roadmap, always keep those fundamental points in mind that it's about fun and that it's lighthearted and there should be laughter. So keep it fun. Create innovative environments and schedules that inspire learning and creativity. Let your kids be the primary architects of their own summer learning plan. This allows them to own it and they feel much more involved. Establish goals for the months ahead, the summer months, but be open to the possibility that they could change or evolve along the way. Develop an individualized learning plan that suits your child's learning styles. So, you know, it's summertime. We don't want to get super detailed, but you do have to have some goals and you should have a light plan so that you know some target areas to help your children with during the summertime. Have really great resources on hand. Get the kids outside often. And of course, Get organized. Identify tools and systems that work best for your family and enable you to have fun and enjoy yourself while you're learning. Get out and see new things this summer. Meet new people. Make the world a better place by broadening your child's mind and exposing them to important issues. And you know, a great one is volunteering opportunities. Be realistic and creative when considering 
how to finance your summer opportunities as well. You may want to get together as a family and make something and sell it or have a lemonade stand or sell fruits and vegetables that you grow in that garden that you made together. But be creative. Seek out natural fun ways of incorporating reading, writing, math, and science into your regular routine. So avoid trying to do too much. Focus on those specific needs that you really want to address within your family. Throw out those have-tos and focus on the want-tos. Make fun a priority this summer, even though learning is fundamentally part of what you're doing. So consider this. In creating artificial divisions between school time and vacation time, we sometimes send our kids a message that learning is something unpleasant that we have to escape from in the summer. When families make it a point to pursue learning opportunities enthusiastically throughout the year, we then tell our kids that we value learning. We let them know that being open to new experiences, knowledge, and discovery is our family's way of life. It may look more sparkly, quirky, and colorful in the summer than it does in February, the message still remains the same. Always, we are individuals striving to learn, to grow, and to try new things. And learning doesn't stop in the summer. It just looks a little bit different. How can you bring math learning into your summer fun? You know, I'd really love to hear your ideas too. And as always, I've enjoyed chatting with you today. Be sure to join us next week for another really great podcast. We're going to have an interview with an author of a brand new book that's just released. It's pretty cool. You're going to want to hear about it. So have a blessed week with grace and joy. Jane.